Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes! <laughs> What's up? Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I am Eric. And I am Jason. Hey guys, uh, glad you could join us today. We have a special show today. You know what today is? What's what's today? Today is re- 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 retro review. Retro review. <laughs> retro review. <laughs> we're gonna do a little something on this yeah. show. We're gonna we're gonna actually review an older movie that we both just yes. recently saw. Yes. So I believe I brought. I mentioned it uh, yeah. in our one of our last episodes. I just had to find something to watch, and so I watched Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in, in Little, Little China. China. Right, and so obviously yes. I had to open my big fat mouth and tell you about it, and you're like, hey, we should review that. So I'm like, yeah. why not? Let's do it. Well, I think it's kind of fun going back and watching some of these. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's funny. You go back and you watch these movies, and it's not just the fact that, okay, you know, you're watching them, and, and they're older, but right. it's also you're a little bit older, you're in a different part of life. Yep. Sometimes I yep. find that movies that I didn't really like when I was younger I actually like now, yeah, and then opposite. <laughs> right. That's that's the exact same thing. Same thing with me too, especially with yeah. John Carpenter films. For crying out oh, loud, oh yeah. yeah. You know, when I was a kid and I watched a lot of John Carpenter's films, I could not even comprehend what they were about because I thought they mm. were so bad. But looking at them now, they are like cult classics. It's like the guy's a genius. It, it really, he is. <laughs> it's like you, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who hasn't seen Halloween, who hasn't seen Escape from New York, who hasn't seen Big Trouble in Little China, who hasn't seen Vampires. So mm. it's just like, you know... That's right, he did do Vampires. He huh? did do Vampires with uh, wow. the guy who plays Terry Silver in Cobra Kai. That's right, Thomas Ian Griffith. Ah, ah interesting. I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to rewatch that one, too. There you go, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should just do like a uh, John Carpenter or, uh, movie review just for the whole month or something. Why the heck not? John, if you're listening, this is all about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, we should talk about him and his movies at some point. Yeah, but right, this one is right. just going to be Big, big, big Trouble, trouble yeah. right? Uh, so yeah. Big Trouble was, uh, for those of you that don't know, and you should know, but if you right. don't, it came out in 1986, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it was the 11th movie, which is shocked me. Yeah. It was the 11th movie he directed. Yeah, right. Yeah. I um, thought I thought he'd only done like four or five up to that point. <laughs> yeah, same here. You know, I was thinking, okay, he did Halloween, and I know Escape from New York, and then maybe yep. Big Trouble, and that was it. But Yeah, right. But, you know, those uh, some of those movies were his movies. This one, though, was <clears throat> not written by him. Okay, right, right. It wasn't. Yeah, not, yeah. It wasn't yeah. written by him. So yeah. he just directed this one. Mm-hmm. So he was just a director on this one. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a, a to kind of we won't, we won't necessarily. I mean, I don't think we're going to give anything away or spoilers. I mean, it's so old. 1986 yeah. era. Come it's on. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. If they haven't seen it by now. Wake up, people. It's uh, uh <laughs> it's it's kind of it, it's really an eclectic movie. Now, when I went back and watched yep. this thing, and I'm, of course I'm watching it now with the reviewer eye, right? Right. 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 So, right, right. Um, but I'm. Uh, I really enjoyed it again. It, it <clears throat> definitely when I watched it now, I haven't watched it for years. Yeah. First, I'll say it held up. Yes. It held the test of time. Mm-hmm. It still it held up yes. today. And uh, also, it's it's when I meant by eclectic, it's like uh, the other term that I came up with for this movie was uh, it's a kitchen sink movie. Uh-huh. So interesting. Yeah. Can has, you can you elaborate on that? Term? It has everything plus the kitchen sink in this movie. Ah. And I'll tell you because here I wrote it down. Let's see somewhere if I can find it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this movie here, it's kind of it's part comedy. Mm-hmm. It's part kung fu. Yeah. Oh, it's, definitely. Yeah. It's part western. Okay. Yeah. It has ghost. Mm-hmm. It has monsters. 
It has action. It has adventure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. yep. So that's what I mean by a kitchen sink movie. It's pretty much got everything you could want yep. in a Abs- movie. Yep, absolutely. And a little bit of drama. And a little bit of drama, let's just say. Not not much, but a little bit of drama. And a little bit of Kim Cattrall, pre-sex in the city. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so basically, the premise of this movie is... Uh, so the, uh, we have Kurt Russell is mm-hmm. well. Kurt Russell is the star, I would say, but he uh, uh, he plays this trucker yeah. named uh, Jack. What's ja- his last name? Jack Dalton. Jack is it Jack Dalton? No, I, Jack Dalton's from uh, that's something else, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's Jack Dalton. I'm pretty sure. Let Here, me see. Hold, hold on, I got it written down. Um, Do I have to pull up a cast list, Eric? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it here. I got All right. It. Kurt Russell, because I have it written down here. Da, 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 da. Why can I not find it now? Uh, man, this, what is hold going on. on? Oh, Jack Burton. Jack Burton. I stand corrected. Oh, I stand corrected. He looked it up. He looked, I, I swear I had it written down. It was Jack notes. Burton. Okay. He plays Jack Burton. Yes. Uh, he's a trucker. Um, and here's the funny thing. He's a yeah. trucker out of Visalia. Did you know there's a valley connection to this movie? No, no. Do tell. You, did I did I did I just blow your mind right now? You never tweeted that to me or text messaged <laughs> me that either. No, okay, what? So, I'm almost on the floor. You got to tell so, me. So okay. So anyway, we'll, we'll give the let's let's give the uh, the uh, the, basically the plot of the synopsis yeah, of the yeah, movie. Yeah. The plot of the movie here, and then right, and then right. we'll move on. We'll get to the details. But okay, so he plays Jack Burton. He gets into trouble. He tries to help his friend because his friend's mm-hmm. uh, fiance gets kidnapped. Yeah. And they're in Chinatown, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and they run into these characters. It's like all of a sudden they're thrown into this. There's these two opposing. Uh, uh, um, gangs that are fighting, and then yeah. they get sucked into this crazy. Uh, uh, I don't know if you would you call him a musician or wizard. Uh, I w- I would call them wizards. A wizard. So he's like this wizard, wizard. that yeah. that all of a sudden he has to marry. The idea is that he has to marry this girl with green eyes, which was this guy's fiance. Yep. Has to marry her to break the curse because he has this curse of being like this undead guy, and he wants to be flesh again, flesh yep. and blood. Yep. So he does that, and then of course you know uh, Jack helps his buddy. Uh, uh, go save her. So that's that's the uh, that's the premise of the movie. And like I said, there's a lot of action and stuff and just craziness. Um, yeah, very very comedic in this. Kurt Russell was very comedic, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he was. Kurt. I mean, I don't know if this was essentially the movie that also catapulted Kurt into the action star stratosphere. Mm. But you're right. There was definitely a lot of slapstick humor on his part. There, were, he played the stereotypical, prototypical truck driver not only from the humor but right down to the the moccasins that went all the way up to his kneecaps oh, yeah, that's right yeah yeah, those then, calf mo- yeah. and then he was wearing the the big muscle shirt there and what now did he have a mullet a tank top it was a tank, a top. tank top okay yeah, yeah. thank you and, and he then, did kind of have a mullet going yeah yeah, yeah he, he had did. kind of the billy ray cyrus mullet going there yeah for exactly a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah he was cracking wise or, or, uh, and, was david spade in uh what's that uh dirt joe dirt joe dirt yeah, oh my god joe yeah. dirt without the without the mustache yeah <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, it was yeah a lot of slapstick humor out of his character, and uh, I, I felt it was almost kind of like uh, like an homage to maybe because uh, you know John Carpenter was inspired by a lot of Roger Corman films, mm. and so I thought it was kind of like an homage to Roger Corman films where the effects were just really cheesy, really bad, but it was just a fun movie though. Yeah, yeah, definitely it was, and and you know and the mm-hmm. thing is is that if you watch it, you'll mm-hmm. notice. Uh, yeah. uh, he plays basically. Here's what I think. I think he went for the John Wayne because he basically plays John Wayne mm-hmm. in his delivery. Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. everything he does is John Wayne. But like, if you can imagine John Wayne in a comedy, 
That would just that would basically be about it. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> just like, that's a mental let picture. Let me tell you something. I can't do a John Wayne voice. No, let me tell you something, Pilgrim. Now this movie. Let's see. Uh, my notes are all over the place here. Let's see if I can yeah, find them. Yeah, so yeah. this this movie also starred a guy uh, by the name of Dennis Dunn. Now mm-hmm. he played. Uh, uh, Wang Chi. Now, that's the guy whose fiance gets kidnapped. Yes, correct. Interesting thing about this guy, I found out fact. He he had not been in a martial arts film. He did not even know martial arts until this film. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, originally, Jackie Chan was supposed to play that part. No kidding. Yeah, and for wow. some reason, it didn't work out okay. with Jackie Chan. But I, I found out Jackie Chan did make, which I'm going to have to go back and rewatch now. He did yeah. make a cameo appearance. You know, in the big, there's a big fight scene, right? Where, yeah, right. So we got, so we got. Uh, uh, so Kurt, is that where they're in the, where they're in the alley? Yeah, and then so Kurt Russell the and, and, okay. and, and the other guy, uh, Wang Chi, are driving, they're driving the truck and they kind of get stuck in this alley. Next right. thing you know, we got two gangs of like these Kung Fu guys coming in yeah, right, on right. each side of the truck and they start fighting each other. Yeah. And so he's in that fight somewhere. So I got to go back and see if I can find a young Jackie Chan. Wow. Okay. Like, I'm, okay. Now I'm going to go back and rewatch it and I'm going to like get to that fight scene. I'm just going to like pause every 30 <laughs> seconds to see and then zoom in to see if I can find Jackie Chan. Now, now here's another thing about that. So going back to the Vicelli connection. So okay, yeah, yeah. he opens yeah. the door to his truck. I'm watching the movie. He opens the door to his truck and all of a sudden I see, yeah. you know, uh, Jack Burton trucking and then yeah. it says Vicelli. You know how they have the, where they're from? The, Vicelli, California. And I'm right, like, right. what? W- wait, what? what? the heck okay, i looked it up okay. i looked it up online okay. you can buy t-shirts that say jack burton trucking vicelia california with the logo oh, and everything man. is that awesome that is what? awesome and you know what's yeah. even better about that i uh, can get one of those shirts wear it around town and nobody would know what the hell it is exactly that's epic i love that yeah so yeah the movie i mean all in all listen the movie is 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 Basically, an action comedy. I would yeah. say if I had, if I had to sum it up, basically it's an action yeah. comedy. Um, would be it. But like, wh- why I called it a western is because in that big fight scene that we're talking about, uh-huh. when those guys first come out, they don't do karate. If you notice, like these guys have like pearl handled six shooters, and they start pew, 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 they start shooting right? at each other. It's like, right? what is going on here? Yep. They start shooting, and then they get closer, and then they do the you know the karate, the kung fu, and stuff, which yeah. is in the which is in the style. I don't know if people remember Black Belt Theater. That's pretty old for people. But it's in mm-hmm. that style where it's very over the top. You have guys flying through yeah. the air, you know, and they're flying through the air and fighting and punching each other. And it's just very over the top kung fu yeah. or martial arts, you know. Yeah, Stylistic. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and added to the cheesy special effects, um, you know, there's obviously the cheesy sound effects. Like, for example, when Wing at that big fight scene at the end where they're trying to rescue Kim Cattrall and Wang's mm. girlfriend. Yeah. You know, Wang zips through the air and goes, and then you can see yeah, yeah, like yeah. the scenery bug zipping by him while he's going, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, exactly. yeah. it's like, wow, insert cheesy effects here. Wonderful job, editors. Yeah. Great, great work. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is great. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. It, it is a comedy. It's funny. It kind of makes fun of that genre. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about it. Also a little, uh, all, to throw in now in the movie, what happens is obviously yeah. his fiance gets kidnapped, but, um, Kim Cattrall plays a reporter yep. and she's going in to help and she wants to report on all this stuff going down in Chinatown. And she actually, she has green eyes. So the guy mm-hmm. grabs her too, too and he's going to marry both of them. And then the, the idea, the premise of the movie is he has to marry him and then kill. He has to kill the girl with green eyes and then he becomes and then he holy becomes flesh. Mo- yeah, holy flesh, yeah. And um, <laughs> so he's his, you know, in, in there he says, which that character is played by the famous James Hong. James that Hong. Guy, that guy's yep. awesome. He plays, yes. it's low, was it Lopan? Lopan. Yeah. Lopan. Lopan. That guy is, is awesome. I love that guy. He's one of my favorite 
of all time. I yeah, mean, he's right, been right. in movies since the 80s, 90s, and he's still in movies now. Yep. I, he was in Revenge of the Nerds too. Nerds in Paradise. <laughs> remember really? Snotty? I don't remember that. Okay, yeah. well, we can get into that later, but yeah, yeah he was. But, but yeah, so he does a great job in that. And uh, so the idea is he, he was going to kill one and then and then keep the other. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. Know? So I got two for one. Because wow. it's very rare, I guess, you know, to have people with green eyes. So that's yeah. the whole thing, right? To break the curse. It's a mutation. Now, um, yeah, so I, <laughs> I think the movie definitely delivers it. Hell, it <clears throat> holds up today yeah. mm-hmm. um what, what are some of your other thoughts about the movie well my, some of my other thoughts about the movie are um you know it's I, i've told you before eric um off mic that this movie is so bad that it's actually good and i say that really in a good way because if you're familiar with john carpenter films the one thing that is so unique about john carpenter films is just kind of the over-the-top special effects in a mm. cheesy way like, for example, if you watch his his uh, cl- uh, his horror classic, The Thing, which starred yeah, Kurt Russell. That's right. Yeah, The Thing had a great horror 82, film. 82, I think. Right? 1982. Yeah. Great, cheesy special effects in that one. And then if you ever watched, um, he also directed uh, Stephen King's book adaptation of Christine. And that mm. one has some kind of uh, over-the-top stuff, too. But what I, that's what I loved about John Carpenter's films is... In the pantheon of great directors, is he one of the greatest of all time? Yes, it, but I mean, still, he's also one of the greatest too because he like he doesn't care about Oscars, he doesn't care about critics or ratings. He just wants to make a movie that's fun, yeah. and that's what I love about Big Trouble in Little China the most is that it's just a fun movie. You can just go watch it. If you hate it, you hate it. If you love it, you love it. You don't have yeah. to have any expectations about it. And you know what? Again, it. I think it partially catapulted Kurt Russell into that stratosphere of elite action stars that were able to sell at the big screen. Well, did you know that Kurt Russell initially didn't want to do this movie? No, I did not. So here, here's another <laughs> some little fun facts about this guy. I had to do a deep dive, man. I'm like, I, I, I got to oh, know boy. about this thing. Yeah, so okay. originally, they wanted to put... Now, here, here's... Okay, let, let's start with this. Originally, yeah. this was supposed to be a Western. Huh. Set in in the uh, 1899, okay. and it was supposed to be they were supposed to be cowboys. That's why I think it has that western feel, and those oh. guys were having six shooters and okay. stuff, is because they kind of left some of that in there. Okay, but it was supposed <clears throat> to be a western, and so it was supposed to be way back in the day, right? And they yeah. were gonna actually they ask uh, Jack Nicholson or Clint Eastwood were were actually put up for the role. No of, kidding. Yeah, wow. of, of the lead role of Jack, and uh, they were unavailable at the time. Mm-hmm. Carpenter was directing it, and he wanted uh, he wanted Kurt Russell. The studio wasn't sure about him, and uh, Kurt Russell wasn't sure. He initially didn't want to do it because he was telling uh, John, he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, most of the the movies he had at that time kind of bombed. Yeah, they weren't really like blockbusters. So he was worried that this movie would bomb. You huh, know, okay. Unfortunately, his his uh, uh, wishes came true because actually, the movie did kind of bomb." When it first came out mm-hmm. in, in yep. 86. Yep. The movie only made about 11 million, I think. Yeah, total. At, with, with total, which, which, was, uh, which was pretty low. Yeah. Compared to at the time, the other thing is they were rushing this movie to get it out because okay. they knew that coming up also, which had kind of had a similar feel to it at the time, was The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. Oh. And that had the same okay. kind of premise uh-huh. where there was like a special, you know, this, this special kid and they had mm-hmm. to, but then there was this magic. These guys wanted him because they wanted, you know, get his magic. I can't remember the whole, I can't okay. remember the okay. whole premise of that movie, but huh. um, they wanted to get it out before that movie because they were kind of similar. Yeah. Right. Right. Now that movie made 79 million. So just to go to kind of show you, you know, the, uh, Eddie Murphy did have the star pool, Yeah. but they're saying critically, this movie is actually better. You know, this movie held up over the, the, had the test of time. This movie held up 
uh, Golden Child did. I, sure. I, I would totally agree with that because how many times have you seen Big Trouble in Little China in syndication versus the Golden Child in syndication? I, I, I can't tell you when I've seen uh, the Golden Child. The and last every time. time I try to stream the Golden Child, I have to buy the damn thing. Mm. You know, whereas with Big Trouble in Little China, it's available free to stream on Amazon Prime and Tubi and all the other streaming platforms like once every three or four months, which is wow. fine with me. Fine with me. But you're right. I think it's it's held up a lot. Over the years, and actually, I remember when I was a kid, Channel 26, you know, back in the days when our TVs only had like five channels. Yeah. Channel 26 used to show this movie like every Friday night or every Saturday night. Talking about Big Trouble. Big Trouble in yeah, Little China, yeah. yeah. And then Superstation TBS, before it became TBS now, what was known as Superstation TBS, used to show it all the time in syndication too. So yeah, I totally agree. It's held up a lot more than Golden Child or some of its other competitors from that year. Definitely, definitely. And and I think it's just, I, you know, to tell you the truth, I'd have to rewatch Golden Child just to see how it is. I don't remember, like, you know, I think everybody thought it was going to be just like a hilarious comedy. Yeah, yeah. And it really wasn't nah. the Golden Child, which I think that's <laughs> kind of what, what threw everybody. I think Eddie Murphy's yeah. a great actor. Yeah. But I yeah. think, you know, everybody was, everybody were expecting, you know, Eddie Murphy from Saturday Night Live at that point. Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, and Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. yeah. Was that before Golden Child? Beverly Hills Cop came out in 1984. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. So yeah. that was before. So I think they were thinking that and they ended up, you know, and so it kind of threw people for a loop. Whereas I think with this one, that's why it holds, it holds up too, is yep. just because, yep, totally. Um, especially Kurt Russell now, everybody knows him as kind of a goofy, like overboard in these movies where he plays that right. goofy macho character, right? Right. Exactly. Now, this was uh, some other facts about this movie. Mm-hmm. This was John Carpenter's uh, last studio movie. Hmm, he okay. worked with Fox on this movie, and I guess apparently didn't have such a great time. And they mm-hmm. had a lot of they they head butted a lot. Yeah, and after yeah. that, he would not do another studio movie. And I'm doing quotation air quotation marks studio right. movie. He would do movies and then sell them to the studio, but he didn't want the studio to run the movie. So he shot them more as uh, like an independent film then, right? Yeah. As yeah. an independent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and, well, here's the other thing too is that the Fox was supposed to promote. This is another reason why it may have not done so well. Fox was supposed to promote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even a quote where Kurt Russell says that, that he was under the uh, impression that it was going to be the biggest blockbuster, uh, biggest blockbuster, blockbuster yeah. of the summer. Right? Uh huh. Okay. So okay. he was under the impression, but when it came out, Fox didn't promote it. Mm. They had aliens coming out right after oh, it, and that's they put right. all their money into aliens and not this one. So. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In all honesty, that's a that's a pretty tough film to uh, compete with because Aliens is a classic, classic sci-fi action film. Yeah. So yeah, I can see why that would be why why Big Trouble would kind of be put in that financial meat grinder. There. I feel bad for him because if they didn't promote it at all and then they just threw it out there, you know, it's kind of like what yeah. what what. what hope did it have really to you know at that at the time to catch an audience yeah. now it has a cult following now you yep. know people love it but uh, yeah exactly all of his films i think really have more of a cult following now like for example escape from new york one of my favorite mm. cult films i mean that gained more popularity after its release post-release than it did when it was in the theaters yeah. same thing with the thing same thing with christine same thing with uh, some of his other films too. So yeah, it's 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 popularity has soared thanks to that uh, that little pocket of fans that have kept it alive. Well, and you know, and, I, and like we say, I think he's just a great director. I think what he does mm-hmm. does hold up over the time, and he gets new fans as well. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think for me, if I was a director, I would rather be that kind of director than one who has just a big blockbuster. And Zack Snyder. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said that Zack Snyder. <laughs> now, now on Rotten Tomatoes, I looked them up. Now yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. The, the uh, tomato meter, right? So that's yeah. the critics. They they're actually giving it a seventy five percent. 
Not bad. Yeah. Not and, bad. That's good. And if good. you go with the audience score, the audience score mm-hmm. on that one was 82%. I so would that's go close. with that. That's close. That, yeah, and, that's and great. That, that's definitely good, man. They're on the upside there. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's great. It's good to see this movie... Uh, starting to get more and more appreciation as the years roll by. You can't call it really a classic, but you can call it a cult classic. <laughs> what was what was your favorite? Uh, like, what, what would you say your favorite scene in this movie was? My favorite scene, hands down, is when they're walking in that temple or in that palace, wherever they are, and they're looking. They're starting off looking for uh, the the two women, mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall and then Wang's girlfriend. I forget the actress's name. So they're walking, and then you see that big floating, like that big floating monster thing, the head, which was like, which was, was that like, the one with the eyes, the one with the eyes. Yeah, he had like all these eyes around this glob. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And that was like Low Pan's version of a of a drone or something like yeah, that. Like yeah, he was yeah. spying on them, and then like you could see all of a sudden it was going looking at him, and then you could hear Low Pan's voice go, "I know you're looking for them," or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And then Jack, and then Jack Burton, all of a sudden says, "Oh, to hell with this!" And he shoots a thing, and it goes, "Oh!" And then it turns and it flies, around and it flies, flies away. Off. Yeah, yes. no, that, that, is that was one of my that was one of my favorite scenes. I I, I, I just loved it. It was so cheesy, yeah. but it was so great. I, I gotta say, yeah, that that is a good one. And then the other one too is when they're when they actually do find him, and that that thing is still there with the eye, and it like right. licks himself with the tongue, and there's an eyeball on the end yeah, of the tongue. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, oh what are gosh. these guys? thinking these these special effects guys it's like well let's just put eyeballs all over the damn thing i know know? right it's like come on don't you do you know what the term voyeur means i I can just imagine like you know (laughs) they're showing this thing to to john carpenter and they're like john you know look we got all these eyeballs and he goes it's not enough put more you know yeah like this thing was just full of eyeballs how would you love to be in those pre and post-production meetings huh that (laughs) would be great yeah i I would say my my favorite scene and it was always one to have shown in in the uh in the commercials was the and the trailer was the one where they get ready to go in to fight. Yeah. And he, he's got that gun and, and he goes boom, 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 and he shoots it up in the air and then he, he shoots down the the there's this rock part know, of the thing. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, part of the ceiling, he shoots it down, it hits him in the head. Hits him in the head and knocks him out. Cold. Yep. It's like only Jack Burton, only Kurt yeah. Russell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a good scene too. Now, did you know that this movie also inspired one of the most uh, beloved uh, video games? Some of the characters in the video games. Do you know which one? Uh, I'm gonna take a and one of the most popular video games out there that have been for years. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. It was a game that I played voraciously when I was a kid, and that game is called Mortal Kombat. That's it, man. Boom! Mortal I had Kombat. an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over here. <laughs> they have two characters, and I think they're called the Three Storms. The, okay. the, I'm sorry, three characters, the Three Storms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they have like one guy has lightning, the other guy, uh, what does he do? He uh, a scorpion has a like, spear that comes out of his, his hand. Spear, yeah. yeah. And the other guy has, I don't know, he has some kind of these uh, sub zero swords things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's kind of like that. So they did. They said that they they actually did huh. some of the characters were based off. That. Very interesting. And also, I don't know if you realize, but the wizard who was with Jack helping them look for uh, the girlfriends. The, uh, you're talking about the uh, actor, Victor I have his name Wong. here. Victor Wang. Yeah, Wong. Vic- Victor Wong yeah, was... Egg Shin in the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Egg Shin, played by Victor Wong, was actually in another popular cult classic film, one of my other favorite cult classic films called Tremors. Oh, he, really? He played the owner of that small... Uh, that small little country store called Walter. 
Hmm. Remember Walter Chang? No, I'd have to go back. I'd have to They're graboids. They're graboids. <laughs> yes, he no. played Walter Chang in Tremors, which is another one of my favorite cult wow. classics. I'm, yes. I'm going to have to go. Maybe that'll be the next one we look at. Boom, I, Tremors, yes. I haven't I haven't watched that in years. Right. the original with Kevin Bacon. That's right? the original with Kevin Bacon yeah. and the since uh, departed Fred Ward, who passed away mm. not too long ago. Michael Gross is in it, who was in Family Ties. Reba McIntyre, wow. we know who she is, was in it. But then, yeah, Victor Wong, um, who was in Big Trouble in Little China, was the shopkeeper known as Walter. Now, in this movie, he plays uh, well, he plays kind of a, a dual character. He plays first; yeah. he's like a tourist guide, yep. and he has this this crazy looking yellow yep. bus uh, that he's taking everybody. It's in like the a, tour, a tour a bus. tour bus, yeah, yeah that he's yeah. taking everybody. But it's very distinctive. It almost looks like yeah. in, like something from the '30s, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. an old. Now, did you know um, a fact on that is that that was actually uh, they got that from Yellowstone. It was a tourist bus used in Yellowstone Park. Huh. And okay. when they okay. when they finished filming the movie, yeah. it went back, and supposedly it's still in use today. No kidding. Yeah. 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 Is that crazy? <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. See, John Carpenter's so it, legacy lives on. Is that, exactly, man. That's still. It's That's still awesome. Big, That's yeah. awesome. And did you know also that after, uh, well, the movie came out, and I guess it still it was popular enough that they had a comic book. Um, Did you hear that? Okay, I thought I had heard that a long time ago. Now, um, to kind of compare that, I will say that when I purchased uh, when I purchased Escape from New York on mm-hmm. Deluxe DVD Collector Edition, it came with a little mini comic book. Okay, that was Escape from New York. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did the same thing with Big Trouble. Well, in Little this China. one's—I don't know when it came out, but this mm-hmm. one had a a comic book that basically extended the story. It was like okay. adventures after this movie of Jack, and I'm not sure it had the same characters in it or not. Okay, okay, got it. Um, but they had that. They also came out with a video game in 1986. Oh, my gosh. Uh, for this movie. I've never played it. That I don't I, know what That I don't like. remember. No way. <laughs> I was 11 years old in 1986, yeah. man. <laughs> so, I just yeah. dated myself, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. I was a little bit older. I was a little uh, bit older. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rub it in. <clears throat> but uh, let's see. Oh, um, anything else we that you wanted to say about this movie before we... Uh, yeah, what happened to Dennis Dunn, the actor who played Wang? Do you know? Yeah, you know, he he did have several movies. Um, he was in uh, Year of the Dragon. Okay, okay. Um, if you, uh, that's an older movie, too. That was that, that was back in the 80s, I think, too, in okay. The Last Emperor. Okay. He played a big a big part in that. No kidding. Um, and then he's still, he's still doing stuff, but he's he's been in, like, all kinds of TV shows. Okay. Um, yeah, you can look him up. He's been in all kinds of uh, uh, TV shows and stuff, but he never, I think his biggest movie, the biggest part he ever had was Big Trouble. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's, okay. And it's weird because I think he was a great actor. I mean, he did a great job in that movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was born in Stockton. Go figure. He's yeah, he, he was born in Stockton. Um, oh, he, sorry, we're looking up. Looking, looking up at, his filmography here. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Give me, uh, give me a little bit of time here. Yeah, he was in a lot of TV stuff, like you just said, Eric. So yeah, let's yeah. Look at his he, he's been in a lot of TV stuff. So yeah, his star. You know, I mean, I guess lucky for him that uh, uh, Jackie uh, Chan wasn't available at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, right. No kidding. Who knows what would have happened if he was. So yeah, he was in uh, The Last Emperor, Prince of Darkness, a movie called The Kiss, never heard of it, Pros and Cons. So yeah, he's been in some small stuff, but not a lot of stuff that's been that's made big bucks. But yeah. he's, he's still around. He's still around. So um, the other thing I was going to say, too, is did you know that the, uh, the two um, brides of Lo Pan did not really have green eyes? <laughs> 
Let me guess. They wore contact lenses. Right? Yeah, they did. They uh, did. Yeah. They say yeah. on the DVD, the Blu-ray DVD, you can mm-hmm. really see it. It, it really, oh, you really? can really tell they're fake, fake eyes. You know, fake lenses. Or... I honestly never noticed if Kim Cattrall ever had real green eyes. They so. look. I know. Tell you the truth, I didn't either. When when I saw that, I go, they didn't have green eyes. Like, are you what? Really? What? I know, right? What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Kim Cattrall does a good job in this movie too. Um, there's some other. Um, Secondary characters, mm-hmm. uh, really good. You know, backup supporting cast. They do a yeah. great job. Yeah, I would say ultimately. I mean, listen, if you're ready for kind of a a, a great cheese ball, mm-hmm. fun action comedy, this is definitely the movie. Go stream it. Yeah, stream yeah. it. Have fun. Enjoy it. On my on my rating scale, I'm gonna go with Rotten oh. Tomatoes. I'm gonna go. Uh, what did they give it? Seven out of ten, eight out of ten, or eighty-five percent, or whatever. It was seventy-five uh, percent for I'm a, I'm the gonna, tomato meter, but audience score was eighty-two. Okay, I'm going to stick with the audience score, but I'm going to go one up. I'm going to give it eighty-five percent. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't. I was almost going to say ninety. Ninety. Eighty-seven okay. to ninety. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, that's fine. I like being. I like being a little odd on there. You, you know? can grade on a curve. That's all right. <laughs> I will. But before we go, one question yeah. I have for yeah. you. One very important question. Yeah, go for it. What was up with that crazy demonic Bigfoot in this movie? What did that? Okay. What was that even about? Now oh, we said there's monsters in this movie, right. and there is. Right? Yes, right. Uh, I think it's kind of a cross between Chewbacca and Bigfoot <laughs> on meth. I, I know, mean, I seriously, thought about that. I thought that was Chewbacca's <laughs> ugly brother or something. Right. You know? It's like Chewbacca on meth. Yeah. It's like I mean, obviously, you know, it's some stagehand or a stuntman in a costume. But you're right. Just the the creature itself looks like Chewbacca. on on meth. So yeah, they, they pull this creature out about, mm-hmm. it was about what, half, three quarters way through three quarters the movie. Three quarters of the way in the movie, yeah. And you know, all of a sudden, they just, this creature comes out of nowhere. There's really no explanation, which there doesn't really have to be in this movie, but all of a sudden, yeah. it's just like this crazy looking Bigfoot. I, I think it, I think it probably was supposed to be something else. They didn't really have time the way they had to edit it, and it's like, okay, right. whatever, let's just leave it. It doesn't, you know, it is what it is. But, yep. but yeah, they do, and it, and it's, but it does make an appearance at the end of the film. Yes, dun, it does. Dun, dun, dun. Right when Jack drives away, thinks everything is all good honky dory he saved the day lo and behold chewbacca on meth is hitching a ride on the back of the truck yeah <laughs> so anyway guys that is uh that's probably gonna do it for us right that's right so I yeah the music i guess so that's yeah. our cue big trouble little china go watch it eric closing comments yeah it is definitely worth it i would say i would give it at this point eight out of ten maybe even a nine out of ten right on get some popcorn get what it's a good family movie nothing too crazy in there so <laughs> And don't forget to like us and follow us. That's right. Like, and give us a review, subscribe. Yep. And until next time, bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.